0: What's up, Tan and J Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J Man Show. And boy, do we have a great deal for you. Right now, when you go to tanandjmanshowstore.com and type in the promo code Tan J Man when you check out, that's right, Tan and J Man, all in caps, you get free shipping on any order through the end of 2021. That's the end of 2021, that's December 31st, 2021. So if you're looking to get yourself a short sleeve t shirt, long sleeve t shirt, hoodie, pint, pint glass, coffee mugs, stickers, so much more, tan and J Man makes a perfect holiday gift, supports our show, and at the same time you can look great doing so. Please go to tan and buy some merch today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another brand new episode of the Tan and J Man Show. It's Monday night. You know what that means. Time for another brand new episode of the Tannen J-Man Show, episode 262, to be exact for those counting, which is probably zero of you. But uh, to my right, in studio this week, it's not Josh the J-Man month, though. It is my father, Eric Lee. Dad, thanks for being the last minute sub. Not a problem. You know, the J-Man's had a hard, hard work day. And I wanted to take time off or Illinois plays at 630. I'm not sure which one it was, but either way, he deserves a break once in a while. Absolutely. So you got some big shoes to fill. Some really big shoes. (laughs) Really big shoes to fill. But um, do you have a birdie bogey question for me this week? It's my turn. I'm two strokes behind Josh. So hopefully you teed one up for me so I can get within a stroke here. Well, this one shouldn't be too difficult. Oh, well. Well, as you know, in three days, the annual Thanksgiving football day. Yep. Uh, Three games this Thursday. Mm -hmm. Uh, My question is, who is the career-receiving yardage leader on Thanksgiving Day games only? That's interesting because the Lions lead Thanksgiving games with, I believe, 81 played in history. The Cowboys are second with 53. Then third place, you have a tie right now between the Bears and the Packers, but the Bears are going to take over third place come Thursday. So i got to think it's... Somebody that played for one of those three teams. Well, you're probably thinking correct. <laughs> so, but uh, and I can't think of any Lions wide receiver. I can think of one. Um, and I can think of a couple Dallas ones. So I'll give him my best shot here at the end of the program. Well, I was going to go with most career TD passes, but it's a little conflicting. I got Romo with 18 and Stafford had 17 going into last year, I think. Which would have, and he threw one, which would have made it 18. But ah. I, wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure. So I, I that's actually, that. I would have guessed Aikman. So, no, you would have been wrong. Yeah. And uh, the Lions, no, I wouldn't have guessed any of those besides Stafford because none of them can stay there long well, enough. It, yeah. They haven't had any good quarterbacking other than Stafford. They have not. But the birdie or bogey trivia question <laughs> is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, Noble Gnome LLC. For fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Minton, Indiana, make sure to like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, llc.com As the J-man would say, get your veggies. <laughs> I don't have the quite the cadence that Josh does on that. Yeah. He changes his cadence quite plus, a bit. Plus, you don't eat any veggies. That's true. Hmm. That's true. I don't. Not, not a few. A few. Yeah, just very, not too many. Very few. Very few. So, what do you want to begin with tonight, Dad? We got a lot to cover. We got college hoops. We got college football. We got NFL. Well, let's uh, let's start with college football. Let's do it. College football. Another interesting week around the landscape of the college. Probably the weakest slate of games though we've had on a national scale. We had some interesting Big Ten ones, but national scale, pretty pretty weak this week. I think a lot of that's because the SEC typically plays uh, no names getting ready for their final. Tune ups, yes, so there was a lot of that going on, so there's a lot of that. I don't like how they do that, yeah, well, but understandable. I've been guess. the SEC way for years. I think I don't number one, Georgia, who, who they uh they they had somebody they were up 59 to nothing, whoever they played, Southern or it something. wasn't there wasn't even a line, yeah, in Vegas because it would have been over 60, yeah. I believe. Um, so, but um, so there wasn't a lot of volatility in the, in the top other than two conference games, uh, Utah took it to Oregon up 28, nothing at half. Yeah. Um, yeah, Oregon's done. Yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, Alabama got tested again. Yeah. That's uh, three times this year. They've won by a touchdown or less. Um, you know, you still just think Alabama will well, it'll be interesting. I mean, they, they've got to beat Georgia. I don't think they're going to put them in with two losses, so they've got to beat Auburn this week. And you know, Bo Mix is not playing quarterback for Auburn because of an injury. Um, but Auburn, there's nothing they'd like better than to ruin Alabama season. Sure, I don't. I don't think this Auburn team's got it in them. I don't either. But we'll see. Crazier things have happened, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, I I got a question for you for the playoff, but we'll do that later after we kind of talk about the Big Ten and, and mm-hmm. pick some games and everything. But what do you think of the Big Ten action this weekend? Um. Actually, pretty predictable. Uh, Nebraska and Wisconsin was probably the best game of the weekend. Another Uh, close loss for Nebraska. And uh, a tough non-call at the end of the game. Uh, Whatever reason, Nebraska got a holding penalty when they got down about the 10 or 11-yard line. They were taking their time. Uh, Then they just tried a couple heaves towards the end zone. And uh, on fourth down, they threw one. The guy was about a yard behind with his ball. But the uh, defensive back definitely hit him. Nebraska should have got the ball inside the 10 with a chance for at least one more play, maybe two. So, um, yeah, Nebraska, is, it's ridiculous. They're 1-7 in the conference, but they're plus-minus on points. They're plus-7 for the year. Because yeah. the one game they won, they won by so much. And then all the games they lose are always by seven or less. Yeah, so. that game they won was against <clears throat> Northwestern. Right. They clocked Northwestern pretty good. They beat them by almost 50 points. Mm-hmm. I so, But I did see Adrian Martinez got banged up. against wisconsin he's out this week against iowa oh he is he is out they ruled him out today scott Mm -hmm. frost said he hopes he goes through the senior day festivities just in case that's his last time but frost has been public about he wants him back next year which i don't know i I don't know i mean that guy he hasn't got better since his freshman year so no he makes some big plays he is the all-time leader now in nebraska total yardage yeah and uh you grew up like i did in the 70s uh in 80s nebraska was the alabama of those days yeah they, they dominated well they were pretty good in the 90s too even in the early <laughs> 2000s i saw them make a championship game and got yeah. crushed by arguably one of the best college football teams of all time that miami florida team. right but um yeah a lot of predictable games uh boilermakers got a win at wrigley field yeah. that'd be cool for you to watch as a, as a cub fan yeah 32 to 14 um it was a little irritating because purdue could not score inside the 20s uh northwestern just isn't built to score points they did run it down Purdue's throat in the third quarter on one drive they only threw one pass and it was like a 13 reminded me of ruckers game last year where they just yeah could not stop them five yards up the middle every play but um milton wright the number two receiver mm-hmm. on purdue had a tremendous game he had 213 yards receiving three touchdowns yep. um Happy for him because Jeff Brom many times has said he's the player that practice practice harder than anybody else. It wasn't for Rondell Moore and David Bell, he probably would have got the amount of balls he probably deserves to get. Yeah, but he hasn't complained, and mm-hmm. he's probably going to be the number one guy next year. Well, yeah, and I think he's showing that he can do it. Mm-hmm. And Aiden O'Connell, uh, I can't remember any time in my lifetime watching a quarterback have a better four or five game stretch at Purdue than uh, Aiden O'Connell. One hundred ninety-two attempts in a row consecutive attempts without an interception well that blew that didn't it i know i've said that to many people today <laughs> yeah. i probably jinxed that but yeah. going back to the fourth the fourth quarter of wisconsin games The last time he's thrown one from nebraska michigan state ohio state and then uh, northwestern he's been nails yeah and you know he had a bad game against wisconsin but yeah. um that's about it he threw a couple against notre dame when he had to go into emergency sure. duty minnesota and in the rain yeah but um Yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. People were talking, would Purdue's record be different if he started the whole year? I don't necessarily think so. Well, maybe not. Maybe. I still don't think he gets to win at Notre Dame. And, I mean, he started against Minnesota and Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Um, Helped him win against Illinois coming in late. But uh, I hope he comes back for a sixth year, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, he has a shot at being second team all-conference. Yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. without starting three games. Right. Um, He's definitely playing the best. I would say he's... Not even playing the best. Based on his play this year and even the past two years, I'd say he's the best quarterback Brahms had and the best quarterback produce had since Curtis Painter. Is that fair? Yeah, well, I would think Aiden's better than Curtis Painter. And you know, Curtis did yeah. get a, he got some coffee, cups, yeah, coffee, he was a four-year starter, yeah. though. But yeah. He did get benched for Joey Elliott. Um no, for a game or two, didn't well, he? Well, Joey got hurt the game. He got benched, yeah. and then they had to bring him back in. Justin yeah. Siller kind of got mixed. He yeah. got hurt, and then Joey took over. His only year in 09, his yeah. fifth year. Yeah. Aiden's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the bucket game coming up this week. I think it's the 125th or 26th meeting between the two teams, the 96th meeting for the bucket. Of course, they didn't have the game last year. Last time they played it was 2019 in Rossade, which Indiana won in double overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, two teams going in opposite directions. You got yeah. Purdue at seven and four. <clears throat> if they can get this win, that's eight wins in the regular season for the first time since 06. Indiana's Got two wins. They're over in the conference right now, and mm-hmm. they got to be about the most disappointed fan base in the country. Coming off a six and two win, six and two season last year in the Outback Bowl appearance, and the year before a eight eight win um, a Gator Bowl appearance. Yeah, and they, and they start sixteen seniors. And yeah, ten on defense. Now, I, I suppose some of them will come back next year. You yeah, know, with the COVID year, but uh, I'm not sure what happened. They they did play a murder schedule. There's yeah. no question about it. Had some injuries. They've had some injuries. Uh, they're now playing their third string quarterback who wasn't quite ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, they actually had their fourth string come in and lead him to a touchdown through the first touchdown pass to a receiver in the Big Ten season for Indiana. Yeah, it took the fourth quarter of the eighth conference right. game. That's pretty mind blowing. That is. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll go through predictions here in a little bit, but uh, I don't think. That office coordinator will be back for Indiana next year. I think he's yeah. gone. Um, their old office coordinator is doing a good job at uh, Fresno State, and he's a hot name for the Washington State or Washington job. I know, and you know, Indiana has a a pretty good defense. Number forty seven McFadden. Yeah. Every time I watch Indiana, it he seems to make every play. And you know, I'm glad you brought him up because I think their whole season turned when they were up fourteen nothing on Cincinnati. He got called for that targeting penalty and got ejected. Yeah. They haven't been the same since. Well, he about had a targeting in the third quarter against Minnesota. And I thought right away, well, he's out for the first yeah. half and they, they rescinded it, mm-hmm. but, uh, he's a good football player. Uh, how about Ohio state against Michigan state? That was unbelievable. It's 49 to nothing. It looked like it could have been a hundred to nothing if they won. When they click on all cylinders, it's hard to argue that they can't beat Georgia. Yeah. And their defense finally, uh, played a, a complete game. Yeah. You know, they, I keep seeing, they held uh, Walker to 25 yards, but, they only gave it to him six times. Well, they, yeah, that took him out of the Heisman yeah. race. It's it's a two man race now, my opinion between between uh, I think quarterback C.J. Stroud and Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. Yeah, we had a heck of a game against Arkansas the other night. Yeah, you'd have to have somebody to just do something stupid. I the mean, they got weeks. they got the most talent around them, but yeah. I mean, it's become a quarterback yes, award for one of the best yes. three teams in football every year. I mean, Matt Corral was up for it for a while, and mm-hmm. Pickett's putting great stats up for Pittsburgh, but I don't think it'll be enough. Yeah, Sam Howell yeah and then uh you know you always thought Spencer Rattler and he got replaced by Caleb Williams yep. for Oklahoma and yep. Caleb had a bad game and yep. they lost two weeks ago so yep. it does seem like it's going to be one of those two right And know uh, lastly before we get to our picks uh, Dan Mullen out of Florida yeah yeah Dan he was Mullen, the hottest coach going a couple of years he's, ago he's a good football coach and he'll uh, get another job just maybe a Little less job than Florida. Florida's a tough job. Yeah, be careful what you wish for if you want to be an SEC coach because uh, they'll, they'll get rid of you in a heartbeat. Well, and how about look at all the jobs open? Florida's open, LSU's open, USC's open, Washington's open, Washington State's open, uh, TCU's open. Um, Which was shocking, Gary. I think Patterson. Miami, Florida's got to be open. Yeah, soon. I mean, do you have any predictions where who some of these jobs might land? You know, the interesting one I keep hearing. uh, was Brian Kelly to USC, and I cannot what? see what how that would be. That's what uh, the Game Day crew, Herb Street and them, were all saying, and I don't see that. But yeah, I I almost think uh, it, it's easier to get to the uh, the um, championship if you're at Notre Dame than yep. it is USC. And we'll talk about Notre Dame here so, in a bit. Yeah, and I don't know. He got Luke Fickle. He could probably take a job if he wanted right. to. James Franklin. I've been saying I think he's done at Penn State. Yeah, he, um, his ear didn't impress I mean, anyone. Mel Tucker's supposedly getting this huge extension from Michigan State, but nothing's been official or signed yet. So is he waiting to see if he gets mm-hmm. an offer from one of these schools? Uh, is other jobs like, is UCLA going to be open? Arizona State, there's a rumor that could be open, even though Herb's doing pretty well this year, that whole um, violation stuff. Well, here's a name to keep uh, Dion Sanders at Jackson <laughs> State. It, it would be a splash move, but wouldn't shock me for him to go to a uh, a, an SEC school well could Florida State open up Florida State uh you know it looked All like three it early in the Florida year. jobs open up yeah it looked like it early in the year Florida State's kind of redirected their season here in the last well, five or six well, weeks watch for Lane Kiffin possibly to Florida or Miami I heard he really likes it down in the Miami area well I know Ole Miss will throw as much money as they can at him. I think to keep him, mm-hmm. which as they should mm-hmm. but uh we'll see it's 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 you know if Manny Diaz does get fired from Florida State or not, Florida State Miami, Florida, you go back to the Mac Brown years. His coordinators at one time were Wes Munchamp and uh, Manny Diaz, and then I forget his other coordinator he had there. And they none of them have made it as head coaches. Mm. Everybody thought they were shoo-ins. Amir I I Muschamp was the coach to be whenever Mac retired, right. and then he left for the Florida job. Right. And Mac gets canned, and now Texas has been through one coach, and Sarkeesian's not having a good first year. Right it would be interesting to see that too. And I they're see- going to go to the SEC soon. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm sure there'll be a lot of moving parts. We might even see some NFL coordinators come to college. I mean – and college coordinator Bill O'Brien could be up for a job. He's offense coordinator at Alabama. Yeah. He could be be grabbed by somebody. So Yeah, he would be a good pick. The coaching carousel is going to start moving in motion next week. You're probably right. So, But let's pick some Big Ten games and some top 25 games. Starting with the Big Ten, we'll put confident points on these. Friday, Iowa at Nebraska. Well, until I heard to Martinez, I, I had out Nebraska for one. I've seen them both play. I think Nebraska is better than Iowa. Iowa just wins somehow, but I thought Nebraska might – is that Nebraska, right? Yes. I'm still going to go Nebraska yeah. one. I wouldn't be shocked. I picked Iowa only for two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a grinded-out team. They find ways to win close games, but this wouldn't shock me either way. The game, as it's marked, and this is the biggest game, Saturday it's the Fox noon game. It's game day. The winner has the Big Ten's best chance to go to the playoff, Ohio State at Michigan. Well, let me preface this. I think Michigan is the second best team in the Big Ten. I and agree. Top seven or eight in the country. I agree with you though. And I too. pick Ohio State for six. I have Ohio State for five. By the way, uh, Ohio State's beaten Michigan 15 in the last 16. Can you name the Michigan quarterback that beat them in the last 16 years, beat them once? 15 out of the last 16 times. Yeah. So we're probably going back to that Ohio State team in, oh, in 11. Fickles was there. Was it Ryan Mallett? It was not. It was uh, Denard Robinson. Oh, shoelace. Shoe okay. Lace. All right. You know, Maryland, That was almost your trivia. Oh, question. that was a good one. Yeah. Maryland at Rutgers. The winner goes bowling. Loser stays home. I'm picking Rutgers. I don't know why, but I'm picking them for three. I got Rutgers for three as well. I think Shiano gets it done. Yeah. He's done a pretty good job there. Maryland started hot. They started off, member 4-0. They won one game since. Yeah, I know. And that was Indiana. Penn State at Michigan State. Uh, interesting one here. Franklin could lose. what they Fifth game game, or Michigan state loses three of the last four. I think that's the two most overrated teams in the conference. Yeah. But, uh, I picked Michigan state for five. I have Michigan state for one. Mm -hmm. I'm just not very confident in it. I think it's a (laughs) coin flip. Yeah. Northwestern at Illinois, neither team's going bowling, but, uh, Illinois can improve the record of five and seven. I'm going with the fighting Josh Munts for two. <laughs> I think he's back on the bandwagon. I'm taking Illinois for six. Yeah. He was talking about the line. I talked to him earlier today and uh, he said he likes the progress they're making. Yeah. So I think they outgained gained Iowa quite I think a bit. That, uh, that boom you just heard, he got back on the bandwagon yeah. a little bit yeah. And his Miami, Florida team's not doing so hot. So. No, no, he's not wearing that. But if, if Kiffin much. goes down there, he might, he might hop on the lane train, mm-hmm. uh, the bucket game, Indiana at Purdue. I hate this, but I'm picking Purdue for seven. I did too. <laughs> Kiss the death. There yeah, we go. I, I've seen a lot of years where the team that sucks, stinks, yeah, uh, ends up winning. I that think Purdue's 15 and a half point favorites right now. It, on paper, it reminds me of a Joe Tiller Indiana matchup. where well, it was 10 and two against Indiana. In 150 Michigan on them a lot. Michigan defense is pretty good. Indiana, or defense. Or Indiana defense, but uh, I, I just Indiana hasn't been able to score, yep. and I don't know if their uh, running back is back yet. Uh, he's pretty good. At right. Car from uh, USC. Right. You know, I think that's a big miss for him. He's a good back. So I'm, I'm going Purdue for seven, and I hope I'm right. I hope you're right. And I hope I'm right, too. Yeah. In the battle for uh, Paul Bunyan's axe, I believe it's called Wisconsin at Minnesota. I got Wisconsin for four. I do as well. Minnesota. They keep finding ways. Fleck, do. you like him or hate him, he finds ways, and yeah. they're about down to their fifth string running back. And yeah, I don't, I don't get it. They just find ways to win games. They, they have the biggest offensive line in the conference, and he likes to run the football. Tanner Morgan's okay. Yep. He's okay. In my last uh, Big Ten Power Rankings for the year, I got Indiana 14th, Northwestern 13th, Nebraska 12th, Maryland 11th, Rutgers 10, Illinois 9, Penn State 8, Minnesota 7, Iowa 6, Purdue 5, Michigan State 4, Wisconsin 3, Michigan 2, and Ohio State 1. Probably pretty it's, – it's really – kind of back to the old days where it's it's the big two yeah and then Wisconsin, and Wisconsin Wisconsin's really good now but uh, they own the west yeah um let's pick some other top 25 matchups here let me pull it up on my phone uh, should have had this ready um the egg bowl Thursday night this should be a good one number 12 old Miss at number 25 Mississippi State Mississippi State's a one-point favorite I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Ole Miss, you're going with the Lane Train over Leach. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I agree. Matt Corral already came out, said he's pretty much jumping pro. Um, I <laughs> think he's the difference maker. I think they get it done. Uh, Boise State with a 7-4 and four record at number 19, 10-1 San Diego State. This one's on uh, Friday. Boise State's a 2.5-point favorite at a ranked opponent. I'm going to go with Boise State. I'll take San Diego State. I'll okay. take the Aztecs. Well, they play on green a lot, and uh, Boise State plays on blue, so we'll see. Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bearcats. Mm-hmm. 11-0 and at 7-4 and East Carolina. Cincinnati's a 13.5-point favorite. I think Cincinnati wins, and they cover. Okay. I think they need to. Mm-hmm. I think they need to. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, rankings come out tomorrow night. Best thing that ever happened to them is Houston uh, making that championship game with their 10-1 and record. Yeah. So, you know they, they have a chance for a quality win at the end of the year. Uh, skipping a few of these, but let's go North Carolina six and five at eight and three. Number twenty NC State Friday night game. NC State's a five and a half point favorite. I'm going with the Wolfpack. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, we will not predict the Houston yukon game. <laughs> uh, number ten Wake Forest nine and two at six and five Boston College. College Wake Forest five point favorite. I'm going with Boston College. Wake Forest is hitting I, reality. I, I, I agree with you. Yep. Clemson um, drilled them. Manhandling. them. Number one, Georgia. 35 and a half point. No, 35 point favorite on the road at 3-8 Georgia Tech. This you know, used to be one of the college football better rivalries. Yeah, I think the, I think Georgia wins that right about 35 <laughs> because they call up the dogs. Notre Dame blanked them. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Texas Tech, 6-5 and five, Texas Tech at number 11, 9-2 Baylor. Baylor. Yep. All day. Oregon State, 7-4 at 9-2. and two. Oregon, who's ranked right now number three, but they're going to fall. Oregon's a seven-point favorite. I'm going Oregon State just because uh, Oregon <laughs> is uh, hurting right now. I think Oregon bounces back and gets a win, but it wouldn't shock me. Oregon State beat them last year. Yeah, I know. So I think a lot of the kids will remember that. The Iron Bowl, number two, Alabama, 10-1 to one at 6-5. and five, Auburn, Alabama's a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, Alabama covers that. Number 16, Texas A&M, 8-3 at 5-6 <laughs> LSU. A&M's a and m 8 3 at 5 and 6 lsu a and a 65 point favorite. Um, it'd be Big Ed's last game, too. Yep. I'm still going with a and I want to take LSU because it's Orgeron's last game. Players rally around, but I think A&M's too good. Yep. Uh, Bedlam, number 13, Oklahoma, 10-1 and one at number 9, 10-1 Oklahoma State. Big 12's last chance to get well, the team in the winner of that game, and plus if they win the next week in the, uh, has a legitimate shot to playoffs. Yeah. And um, Oklahoma State's a four point favorite, by the way. I think Oklahoma will beat them. I, I, I'm pulling for Oklahoma State, but I think Oklahoma wins. I that. agree. Nine and two, number eighteen, Pittsburgh at five and six, Syracuse. I think this comes down to Dino Babers' job. Hmm. If he wins and can get him bowl eligible, he's probably still there. If not. He's probably fired, which he probably should have been fired a year ago. Yeah, I think uh, if that's the case, I think Dino's looking for work. I do too, because I think Pickett's going to put up a bunch of yards on him. Mm-hmm. And number eight, Notre Dame, 19 point favorites at three and eight, Stanford. Could Stanford become open? Did Brian Shaw blow his chance at uh, uh, multiple NFL opportunities over the years? That would be awfully dumb of Stanford. Brian Shaw's been a great coach, but uh, this is not Stanford's team. No. They beat you Oregon. Know, <laughs> you know, I, I was looking at Notre Dame's schedule today. Yes. And, uh, I noticed they only had uh, the Sagarin ranks, um They only had three teams they'd played in the top forty-eight yep. of the you know one hundred and thirty. A lot of that's not their fault. I mean USC, Stanford, Florida State, North Carolina, North Carolina, all way worse yep. than they were supposed to be. But uh, you know it end up, especially when Notre Dame needs quality wins at the end of the year, they end up with Georgia Tech and Stanford. And yep, I mean, it's not in a Navy whole on, in Navy, yeah. I mean, the Purdue is their second best uh, as far as record, second best win on their schedule. Absolutely, and everybody laughs at Toledo at six and five. Toledo's got a better record than seven of those opponents on their schedule. In uh, Virginia, even who was would have been a pretty impressive win, but Virginia played without their quarterback. Right. So, right a six and five Virginia team. So, yeah, the Wisconsin game obviously looks a lot better right. now. Right. Purdue game looks a lot better now, but right. uh, Notre Dame just they don't have a lot of trophies on their. You know, they don't don't have a lot of big wins this year over quality teams. And uh, speaking of Notre Dame, this is one I wanted to ask you about the uh, playoff. I have a sneaking feeling Notre Dame's going to sneak in the playoff. I would totally agree. Because here's my – and people are saying, what, again? Well, here's my – Big 12, I'm not sold that Oklahoma or Oklahoma State goes and beats whoever they're supposed to in the Big 12 championship. Which could be. If Oklahoma State wins, they'd have to beat Oklahoma yeah. twice. If, if they beat Oklahoma twice, I think Oklahoma State grabs that last spot. I mean, I think I think Georgia gets in. Yep. I think they beat Alabama. Now, if Alabama wins, Georgia and Alabama get in, I yeah. think. But a, a two-loss two Alabama, I don't think, jumps a one-loss Notre Dame. Cincinnati would get in as long as they don't slip up, I think. If they slip up, then Notre Dame definitely can get in. Ohio State or Michigan, the winner of that – wins the Big Ten uh, championship game over in Wisconsin Then they're in. Right. But even with all that happens, so say you got Georgia, Ohio State, and Cincinnati, I think a one loss Notre Dame gets over a two loss Alabama and maybe gets over in Oklahoma State. Yeah. Well Oklahoma might be different. Right. I, I think if Oklahoma's one loss, they're in. I think Alabama with two losses, although they wouldn't have any marquee wins, but uh, uh I think just because it's Alabama but you can't take Notre Dame over Cincinnati. No. The best thing for Notre Unless Dame is Cincinnati, if Cincinnati slips, loses. If they're tied at one loss, then Cincinnati's not getting in no matter right. what. Because their schedule's even weaker Or than if Notre Ohio State, State or Michigan slipped to Wisconsin, then yep. that gets Notre Dame right in. Oh, yeah. And here we go again. Yeah. Everybody says, join the conference, join the conference. I'd love to see them join the conference. But if you're getting in the playoff every year or every other year, why why join it, the conference? It will hurt them in the next week. They won't have a chance to put right. up a quality win. It's true. They probably would have been better uh, if the ACC would have invited them to to, to play in the uh, championship, right? you know. Yeah. But it is nice to see uh, some different teams. No Clemson. Yeah. But, uh, but that's uh, about it. Yeah. I mean, Georgia's Georgia's still kind of new to the college football playoff. I but think they're always in the hunt. They're always in the hunt. And Cincinnati would be really new. I mean, yeah. that would be neat. And Michigan would be new if they think again. in Oklahoma State. Yeah. But Oklahoma wouldn't. So, right. It's interesting. It's been a wild year of college football. But yeah, here we are with a lot of the same teams in the mix, and I think we always will. I yeah. think uh, I want them to. I'm ready for them to expand to eight. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And, and I don't think they need to go higher than eight. No. I think you get the five while. conference champions and three others. Yep. And so. Yep. Well, before we get into talking some NFL, why don't we do some on this day? Okay. Let's learn about what's happened on this day in sports history on November 22nd. Haven't even looked at this yet, so. Um let's see here. On this day, 1957, Mickey Mantle won the AL MVP for the second time. It's a pretty good player. I got his baseball card. Yes, I know you do. Mm-hmm. I know where that card is. <laughs> um on this day, 1959, the AFL, the American Football League conducted its first draft in Minneapolis with the eight clubs selecting their player rosters for the inaugural 1960 season. Interesting. On the day 1961, St. Louis Hawk Bob Pettit set an NBA record hitting 19 of 19 free throws. That's pretty good. I don't know if that record still stands, but that's what it no, says. No, there's it. some guys who went deeper. But uh, he was one of the first guys to ever score 20,000 points in the NBA. On this day 1966, the 32nd Heisman Trophy was won by who? Steve Spearier? Yes. Did you see my computer? No. Eh, yep. The old the, the, ball. coach. The runner-up was uh, O.J. Simpson. In 66 it was? No. He was runner up in 67. It It was Bob Gracie in 66. You're right. I should have known that. On this day in 1986, 20 year old Mike Tyson became the youngest heavyweight champion in boxing history when he stopped title holder Trevor Burbick in round two at Las Vegas Hilton to earn the WBC title. Usually, when Mike Tyson's on these, it's not for good things. So, <laughs> yeah. I thought I would take the rare moment. No, he was a scary dude when he first got on the scene. On this day, in nineteen eighty-six, Edmonton Oiler Wayne Gretzky, the great one, became the nineteenth or the thirteenth NHLer to score five hundred goals. You go you know, on to score a lot more than that. You know what Josh would say? He's pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. On this day, in nineteen or on this day, nineteen eighty-nine, MLB center fielder Kirby Puckett signed a record. Three million dollar per year contract with Minnesota Twins. Three million. And on this day, nineteen ninety one, New York Knicks. The New York Knicks paid Patrick Ewing a record eighteen point eight million dollars for a two year extension. Boy, how's money changed yeah. over thirty years? Kirby Puckett was so good. Yes, and Patrick Ewing was pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if we have any other good ones. A lot of Iron bowl. On this day in 2008, Patrick Wall's number 33 jersey was retired by the Montreal Canadiens. Mm-hmm. I like to think of him more as an avalanche, but that's okay. He's pretty good for both teams. It's mispronounced. It should be Patrick Roy. Right. <laughs> um, on this day in 2016, the Vegas Golden Knights were revealed as the Las Vegas NHL expansion team's name. And they've done pretty good for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do it for today's on This Day events, sports history events that have happened on November 22nd, which is brought to you by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company by giving them a call at 574-210-3815. Another crazy weekend in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I mean, upsets galore, it seems like, any week. And uh, I uh, did not get the title back. Josh is up 65 to 60 points on me going into the night. We both have Tampa Bay for a high margin. So I'm not winning that title back. So unfortunately he gets lucky for the second straight week. He gets lucky an awful lot. I'm coming for it this week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start hot on Thanksgiving day and run Mm -hmm. through the weekend. But give me three winners and three losers for week 12. Starting with the winners, give me one of your winners. Well, the Indianapolis Colts. They are one of my winners as well. They, uh, they've won six of their last eight. Their two losses were to Baltimore when they missed two kicks in the last four minutes in overtime and to, uh, Tennessee when uh Wentz had two of his three interceptions of the whole year were in like a 5 minute span. He's only thrown three picks all year. Yeah, couldn't have told you. Two that. of them were shuffle passes. Wow. One one left-handed even. <laughs> yeah, that was one he had to get off, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know? But anyway, uh Colts are on fire. I would not want to play them. Nobody's st- nobody's standing out in the AFC right now. They arguably have the MVP of the league. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, I think he made his Maybe case. aside from Derrick Henry, he's the best running back in the league. Five touchdowns in the cold, rainy Buffalo weather. If the Colts play outside games where uh, you don't have to throw for 300 yards, watch out for the Colts. That's never been the Colts style. I know. This under is luck, so under, under man. Manning yeah. and Luck, they struggled in the cold weather where they had to throw the ball. Yeah. You know, the they always think of the Colts of having great quarterbacks, but think they've also had Marshall Falk, Eric Dickerson. And uh, Edron James. Yeah, I don't remember Falk as a Colt. I remember him mostly as a Ram. But I remember Edron, and then, then they had some. I mean, not guys of that caliber, but Joseph Adai was a Pro Bowler for a year, and and um, now I can't even think of any other Colt running backs. Now that I bring it up, oh, but Frank Gore at the no Frank his Gore, career. thank you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they've, they've had some had serviceable some guys. Uh, Dominic Roach could have been yeah. the MVP of the Super Bowl win over the yeah, Bears. Yeah, I think that was a Peyton Lifetime yeah. Appreciation Award. Yeah, so. so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Colts, I mean, did not see that coming as the Bills. And spoiler alert, the Bills are one of my three losers. Me too. I they lost it. A few weeks ago, I penciled them in as my Super Bowl representative of the AFC, and I don't know what's going if, on. If Josh Allen isn't having a great day, they're not They winning. got no run game. No they run have a good defense, even they, though well, they show yesterday. They can't stop the run. Yeah. Colts ran it down their throats. Yeah. That was a that was a rematch from the playoffs last year. And, and they've only got one win this year. And I, I like Buffalo. They're my second favorite team. They only have one win over a good team. They, yeah. they beat Kansas City, who was not playing good at the time. And now they're hot. And now they're hot. Who's one of the other winners? Well, Kansas City. Are they? Yeah. Four straight. Yeah. I hate them. And, 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 I hate them. And they're not scoring. But their I, defense all of a sudden is playing ball. I would think if you made me pick my AFC representative in the Super Bowl today on November 22nd for a third year in a row, it's Kansas City. I, I hate I, them. I think but you're probably right. They're and, starting to click it's going to come a time they're going to start you know they got to running back back yesterday that helped yeah uh travis kelsey has not played as well this year he, he had another interception yesterday it was his fault yeah Ball was about half a foot behind him and he bobbled it straight up near for, well, they got to take advantage of this window i've said this many many yeah. times on the podcast their windows gonna shrink because of their contract status well, absolutely but th- they've had what three afc championship yeah. games in a row yeah. i mean that's taking advantage of it so yep but uh kansas city uh I did not want to watch Kansas City and Dallas, uh, mm. but, uh, you know, that's what TV gave us. Yep. Well, I'm that. That didn't no. surprise me. No. One of my other winners Arizona Cardinals. That was my third they winner. They go into Seattle without Kyler Murray. Mm. Or, Deandra, or DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. And Colt McCoy just balls out. He's playing great. Which scares me to death because yeah. that is just uh, – I could see him being a Bronco quarterback. Yeah. So that's what they like to do, grab the backups that had – Good games. You've had a lot of Colt McCoy's the last six, seven years. Yeah, over that. But, yeah, they were my third winner. Yeah. um, I mean, they still have weapons without DeAndre, but – Rondell Moore actually had 11 catches, only for for 50 yards. Yeah, he hasn't scored many touchdowns this year, but he's doing fine. Yeah. He's doing fine, and that's still a tough place to play. Seattle, but Seattle, woof, three and seven. Yeah. I I think Russell's done – not done as a player but I don't think he's back on Seattle after this year well and he may have come back too soon from his yeah. hand but uh, he has not looked their windows closed yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if Pete Carroll done there too he's 74 so it's it's time yeah um, I mean he might go take that LSU job and see what happens USC's open again yeah <laughs> it uh my third winner is the Minnesota Vikings I I don't think I've picked the Vikings all year this year friend of the Podcast Logan Strim has let me know this year. Uh, on but on when my picks came out on, on Thursday on the graphic, he commented, Packers are frauds yesterday. Yeah. Told you so. Yeah, so good win for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins probably in the MVP discussion. Well, uh, 21 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah. The two guys I hear them ripping on these morning shows for making mistakes are Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz. One stone, two picks, and one stone, three. They're the, the two least intercepted players in pro football this yeah. year. But the Vikings have, if you take the running back and two receivers, I don't know if there's a team in the NFL yeah. better than Cook, Thielen, and Jefferson. Yeah, that's a good point. So, you know, Kurt's got some options. Yeah, he does. Captain Kirk. And uh you already gave one of your or I gave one of my losers. Buffalo, the Bills. Yeah. You had was that the only loser you've had so yep, far? Yep. Who was one of your other losers? Vegas. Yeah, me too. They uh they've hit the skids. I thought they were for real. Of course, you had the Gruden thing, and now you had it. To, didn't matter the week of the Gruden thing, they went to Denver and kicked the tar out of Denver. I saw that one firsthand, yeah, yeah, you did. And uh, but then no. they lost rugs, and that was their speed, yeah. but they're back to making late hits, yep. Um, doing just stupid things. Derek Carr's not playing as well all of a sudden. He might be done as yeah. a Raider, and and he's one he's a good quarterback. He might, if he comes available, that might be my number one choice for the Broncos. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. I think quarterback. he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's a leader. I think he could just use a chain of scenery, and I would I would take him and I would take him over Rogers and Wilson. Call me crazy, but Rogers, yeah, he's elite, but he's only got a couple years left. And yeah, Derek Carr's a top. That's who I would twelve quarterback he becomes in the available. Yeah, available. He's an upgrade from Bridgewater, I think. Yeah, and he throws it deep too. Yeah, yeah. Who's your third loser? The Titans. we yeah, have the same three losers. Yeah. Yeah, the Titans. How they, could you not put them in the right? Tannehill had the worst game of his career. Well, and AJ Brown went down. Yeah. And they're uh, losing pieces, too. I you mean, know, Houston was a team I didn't think they were going to win another game. Yeah. And uh, they uh, both uh, Tennessee and Buffalo had just diabolical special team errors yeah. where the other team got the ball inside the five yard line because of a uh, guy tripping or ball hitting their foot and stuff. And boy, in the NFL, you can. You cannot give away seven points like that. And That was huge. I mean, Colts are just knocking on that door all of a sudden for the AFC South. If they would have won that game against the Titans that second time, yeah. um, I think they'd win that division because the Titans, predictably, without Henry, you know, you can't uh, rely on Julio. He's hurt all the time. Nah, he's old, and then AJ Brown getting dinged up. You know, Tannehill's a good quarterback if he has a lot of things with him. But he's perfect for that team, but he's not a guy he, who carries he you. can't go out and win you a game. Right. He will not lose you a game usually. Although he, lost, he lost one yesterday. Yes. Yeah, so well, let's go ahead and pick some games with confident points. And for everybody listening and watching, the J Man is supposed to send me his picks later this week for the graphic, but dad's gonna give me his picks too. So Yeah. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving, we have three matchups. This first one might be the worst Thanksgiving matchup I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Chicago at Detroit. It's, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going Chicago five. I got the bears for 12. <laughs> That's how bad I think Detroit is. Yeah. Detroit's not good. If they start Boyle. Yeah. He, look at his college resume. how did he make the NFL? I don't know. Well, start David Blau, please. And, you know, and Andy Dalton actually played better than Fields has been playing. Yeah. But uh, even if Fields and Goff were available, this wouldn't be a fun game to watch. I, I heard on the way over here, they said uh, it was a Fox radio station. They were saying, uh, watch for uh, Jared Goff versus Justin Fields on Thursday. And I'm thinking, that still doesn't no. sound good. Zero wins and three wins. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. But Chicago for 12. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders at the Dallas Cowboys. So this has changed a lot in the last couple of weeks. I hate Dallas. Yep. Me too. But Vegas is stinking. Yep. I'm going Dallas for 15. I have Dallas for 15 as well. You do? Yes. (laughs) Look at my notes. I do. Uh, Cowboys have been awful for the last three weeks, but I think the Raiders are just in dismay. It's awful. Dallas usually wins on Thanksgiving. too. Yeah then the nightcap uh buffalo at new orleans i can't say i'm excited about any three of these games well all six of the teams come in uh with a loss from limping. sunday yeah. all six of them got beat limping uh just because this is as big a must game as buffalo's had in three years i'm going buffalo for seven i have buffalo for 13 yeah i don't they have, haven't earned it though i don't lately. have faith in my guy uh, trevor yeah. team money wiggle And <laughs> he looks okay one week and i'm like man i wish denver would have kept on to him and then you see what he did yesterday he's like yeah, that, he's yeah. playing great in the fourth quarter when they're down 18 points. Oh yeah, yeah, padding the stats, but uh, uh, way. Sean Payton pay. loves himself some Ty- Tyson Hill. Yeah, well, did you see that? It's 95 million if he's a starting quarterback a lot. It's only 40 million. It's a hybrid contract, yeah. kind of the first of its kind. Yeah, so he's a hybrid player. Yes, he is, he is a good football player. He is. Atlanta at Jacksonville. My gosh. <laughs> I got Jacksonville for two. I think Atlanta might be one of the worst teams in football right I now. I went with Jacksonville with a point against San Fran, and they looked awful. Yeah. They did. I'm not picking them anymore. I'm taking Atlanta for 11. I am going heavy early, so I'm going to know if I'm going to win or lose the week pretty quick. You no, know, Calvin Ridley's out. I don't know. Atlanta just looks god awful. Matt Ryan could be done in Atlanta. It might be time for him. He's a had a great career. For him. You know, is. he's a 28 to 3 lead I mean, and maybe making the Hall of Stafford Fame. Stafford got and, his wish to get out. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, Ryan Matt, can Matt Ryan wins. could still quarterback 10 or 12 teams. Yep. New York Jets at Houston Texans. This is gonna be a fun one. I circled one and I changed it. I put the Jets for three. I took the Texans for two and I'm looking at it, and I'm wondering why I did that. Yeah. God, I mean those two games. Well, is is uh uh Wilson ready to play? If not, it's gonna be Joe Flacco against Tyrod well, Taylor. That's why I picked the Jets. Because Flacco's Flacco. decent. No, oh, I know he's not he was but, a couple of years ago, not anymore. He, he's better than these two kids they had. <laughs> Zach Wilson, that's not fair. He's he's got time, but you know, in these pickems, you usually have easy times picking oh, your fifteen. Oh, today but, was, this was hard, but the four teams you always pick against are playing each other. Yeah, yeah, that's a good so point. So that's why they're also hard. Tennessee at New England. Don't look now, but New England's winning the AFC East. I've got New England for eleven. I got New England for five. Yeah. I think they're back to being a good team, and T- I know Josh. Is like a broken record every week. Mac Jones is the future. Right, he's probably the rookie of the year. He's the it's... best of the rookie quarterbacks. Well, he has got the best situation. There's no yeah. question. If he was playing for Jacksonville, it, he'd be one or two or wins. Or the Jets. And Trevor Lawrence, or if you the put Bears, him with New England, he'd be doing all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely got the best situation. Yeah, but Mac for. Jones, he's a, that's that's too bad. Joe Montana, everybody laughed at him. Joe Montana got in the right situation too. You yeah. know, sometimes everybody laughed at him. Yeah. Philadelphia at the New York Giants. Giants play tonight against the Buccaneers. I kind of wish I could watch their performance yeah. tonight because Saquon's returning. And so is uh, Galladay. And, and on the flip side, Gronk's back for Tampa yeah. Bay tonight. But I think Philadelphia's playing some good ball. I'm taking them for 10. I got them for four. And I think Philly right now has a chance to sneak in and get that last playoff yep. spot because their schedule is they don't have to fly again this year. The road games are just right around the corner. Oh, I thought you meant fly as in no. Falcons. I thought no. you were doing a pun, but no. yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Actually, be Eagles because they're Philadelphia. What did I say? Falcons. Oh, I meant okay. Yeah, a lot of birds on the brain tonight. I to apologize to Tan and J Man Nation. Uh, Tan and J Man Show Nation probably got a kick <laughs> out of your little pun there, and you know, I know a friend of the Tan and J Man Show and part of Tan J Man Show Nation, Sean Shriver, has been saying he thinks the yeah, Eagles know. are close to being for real. I hate it when he's right. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see if you'll make Sean mad with this one. Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. I think I will. I got the Bengals for 10. I got the Bengals for eight. Yeah. And it's not Dumbless. I don't know. But Big Ben played good football last night. But Pittsburgh, they had like four or five defensive players, including Watt and Hayden, not playing. They have to draft the quarterback, don't they? they oh, they got it. Well, and there's no good quarterback. Or maybe go get one if Big Ben Maybe that's retires. where like a Derek Carr could go. Or a Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll call Charlie Batch out of retirement. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. Uh, Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Brady's first. All right, here's my first upset. I got Indy for one. I do too. Yeah. I finally picked the Colts, Colts fans. So if you lose, it's my fault, I guess. I pick against you every week, you win. And if Indy beats Tampa, watch out. Because they've still got the Texans. They've still got the Jaguars. They can make a run. Carolina at Miami. Miami's quietly won three in a row, so the fight and and Josh Muntz for quietly six. Making Josh Muntz mad because yeah. it's ruining their job dra- their draft pick, and they got the Jets coming up. I yeah. think uh, Miami's going to go in about another two or three games to get Street. his hopes right back up. Yeah, you see him call out their awful <laughs> general <laughs> manager for passing on Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he's, he's been on him for getting rid- not pass- uh, getting Justin Herbert. Now it's for not getting Jonathan. And I Taylor. think I did have Taylor mocked the, the Dolphins that year. off all, all my mocks. So. No. Um, I've taken the Dolphins for three. Mm -hmm. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. I don't have that. (laughs) I had the Rams playing the Broncos. Uh, The 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 Rams play the um, Packers. Oh, okay. Well, I've got this wrong then. Uh, Well, that just kills my whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking the Chargers will beat the Broncos, but but it's not going to be for 14 like I had (laughs) down. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I have the Chargers for nine. Broncos are coming off a bye. Yeah, uh, Chargers got a good win last night against Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, Broncos are gonna get some pass rush help back. When Bradley Chubb's gonna come back first time since week two, but their best their best off the lineman Garrett Bowles wouldn't have said that a few years ago. Left tackle he's still out. They did get Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton wrapped up the contract extensions, which tells me George Payton's really trying to go after a good quarterback because they got four young wide receivers locked up through twenty twenty four now. They'll do it. Um, but I just. I don't see the Broncos winning too many more games this year. I think they'll have a new head coach, a new quarterback, and probably a new owner here in six months, and I'm taking the Chargers for nine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Minnesota at San Francisco. Winner of this game is in the playoffs. They're both hot. I'm picking San Francisco for nine because I think they'll bully ball Minnesota. I was liking San Francisco on a decline because I want Kyle Shanahan to be the Broncos' next head Mm -hmm. coach. But finally, Logan Shrimp I think it's the first time all season, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe if they played the Lions, I probably went with them. But Minnesota for seven. Well, one thing going for it: San Francisco has like four and one on the road, but they're one and four at home, and they're playing at San Francisco. Yep. But I just I think San Francisco is my pick to kind of take off right now. Jimmy G's playing good. Yeah, I would sure They like to put Trey Lance in there if he's healthy, but yeah, but you can't right now. The Los Angeles Rams at Green Bay Packers. Well. This is where I thought the Chargers were, and I have Green Bay for 12 because I think Green Bay needs this game. I got Green Bay for four. I think they get it done at home. But yeah. in the Rams, a Rams few weeks ago, I thought we were the best team in the NFL, and now they've slept. They've lost two in a row. Yeah. Roger, off by. Rodgers looked incredible yesterday. Yeah. but uh, He's got to have a heck of a defense and a pass rush to go against, though. But the Rams need it more than Green Bay. Yeah. Green Bay's division's pretty well shown, shown up, even though Minnesota's coming. but. Uh, our Sunday night game this week, Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. I got the Ravens for 13. Cause I got the Ravens for 14, hoping Lamar plays. Yeah. Well, and uh, Baker's playing. He's another one that's he, in the media getting ripped on. He is, and he needs to get off social media. He needs to get his well, wife off social media. he needs to play a little smarter, too. He still plays a little too aggressive yeah. at times. He overthrows a lot. He had an overthrow. He's a competitor, but. Yeah. You know, Cleveland still could make the playoffs, yeah. and they, but uh, right now. I, yeah, I, they had expectations going in this year. And nobody wins uh, close games like Baltimore. Nope. They're grinders. Bears had them yesterday. Yep. Detroit, you know, the 66-yard field goal. Yeah. yeah. Overtime against the Chiefs when yeah. they're down 11. True. Uh, overtime against the Colts it's when true. they're down 18. They did lose. Nope. They beat the Vikings. Yeah. In oh, in the last, yeah, in overtime. Yeah. And, you know, Cincinnati blew them out by 24. Yeah. Um, you don't know what you get with nope. Baltimore, but they win tight games, That's and they got the best yeah, the kicker, North best ever, kicker to ever play. Ever. Seattle at Washington football team is the Monday nighter. I got Washington for eight. I got them for six. Heineke Heineke a gamer. He is. He's, you know, I feel bad for hacksaw. Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick should be the quarterback of this team. He's fun to watch week in week out, but he's yeah. probably not coming back in bye weeks this week. Arizona and Kansas City. Neither one will lose. No. Well, that's why it was a great sports weekend for me. Not only did the Boilermakers go to known in basketball, which we'll talk about here in a bit, and won their football game, the Broncos didn't lose because they didn't it's, play. It's good as get. I cannot ask for a better sports weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, But the word association segment this week revolves around the NFL and Thanksgiving. Okay. I listed a bunch of the past NFL Thanksgiving MVPs. Fox calls it something differently than CBS. I don't know. I think the NFL Network even, or no, NBC now has one at night. So I just went through. There's tons of players. I just picked out some. Okay. Alex Smith. Uh, Courageous. That's for sure. I mean, man, he almost lost his leg. Yeah. Good dude. Deshaun Watson. (laughs) <laughs> I was just interested in what yeah, you might say uh, here. Um, Not a good human being. He's, yeah, he's. Uh, will he, he ever play again? I, I don't know how you can take him. The dolphins tried. I know. He he's a good quarterback. Yeah, but uh, he, yeah, it's just put it, he's a troublemaker. No, yeah, that's fair. Drew Brees, legend. Kirk Cousins, underrated. Ryan Kerrigan, uh, classy guy. Hadn't done much this year no, for the Eagles, he's, but he's done. Yeah, Jay Cutler, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Richard Sherman, jerk. <laughs> Reggie Bush, uh, greatest college player I ever saw. He was must watch TV. Yeah. So was Christian McCaffrey a couple of years ago. Yeah, Emmett Smith. Uh, um, he's not the best, but he. Uh, he was a gamer. He played with separated shoulder. He led mm-hmm. all time leader in rushing yards. You know, Cowboys and Cardinal. Remember yeah. him with the Cardinals at the very end. He shouldn't have done that. Brett Favre. Um. Yeah, he. Uh, Tough. He was fun. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, Brett Favre could. He he would just throw it. It was hard to watch him that last year in Minnesota. Though I thought he died three different times <laughs> on the football field. He's a, he's a definition of gunslinger. Yeah. He just threw it. Ron Dane. Oh, He gosh. did this as a member of the Broncos in 05. Uh, he was a bully against Purdue. A Heisman Trophy winner in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'll never forget that game. He just got one of those three-point games there protecting the fourth quarter, and he just ran over people. And it's funny you mentioned this guy. I thought I was going to pull him out of habit. you mentioned him already. This is the first time Charlie Batch has been mentioned twice on the oh, Tanner J-Man show. Charlie Batch. You know, he was the third rookie taken behind Peyton Manning and – uh Ryan Leaf, Leaf. and Manning was leading the league in interceptions. I'll never forget. It was about game five. The guy goes, well, I think think Charlie Batch was the pick of the three, and you know he really wasn't. He's better than Leaf, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, in the Word Associate segment, is brought to you by, like it is every week, Mm -hmm. Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Akeet, LLC, are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Red provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, call him today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. College hoops. Yeah. Feast week is come and gone, and as Purdue fans, we couldn't ask for a better weekend. No, it was um, very encouraging to say the least. They beat the... Uh- in two games, they beat the 2016, 17, and 18 national champions because it was Villanova, Carolina, Villanova, and Carolina was runner up one of those years too. Yeah. Villanova and um, I was really impressed Saturday because Carolina made everything and they were so athletic. I thought, man, that's going to be a good win. And then Carolina just got torched yesterday. Yeah, they might end up being a good team, but they'll be a seven or eight seed in the tourney, and nobody's going to want to play them because they got high school all American. Kind of in a transition year for Carolina yeah. if they can have such a thing, and then. Uh, you know Villanova. Um, it's interesting. One of the things that kind of benefited Purdue is they play nine, ten guys. Villanova plays six, seven, and it's yeah. two days in a row. And Villanova they warm down. You know, and Edie and Williams, they draw a lot of fouls and produce one of the few teams that they can lose their first string center and maybe get better yeah it's it's unbelievable and yeah. it, it, a huge thing villanova went nine for 17 from the line they're 87 yeah. percent team from the line you could tell they were tired yeah and in the last nine minutes and 36 seconds Purdue shot 11 for 11 from the field and nine for 10 from the foul line uh made one boneheaded pass under the basket uh yeah. inbounds it's uh
1: that's, that's kind a, of a Purdue special staple.
0: that's a Purdue staple but uh very encouraged yeah. you know i won't go as far to say the greatest non-conference wins uh you know i'm starting to think in the last 20 30 years they, they've had a, a number of them Arizona's a couple times duke uh louisville a couple times but yeah. you know it's, it was a big one um who was it? even virginia the defending national champion but a lot of those are on Mackey arena this right. was a uh, neutral court yep. and it actually sounded like villanova probably had a bigger crowd there than purdue because uh, you know, Philadelphia's considerably closer than mm-hmm. West Lafayette, but uh it had a tournament fill though. It did. It's it's almost like you beat a team like Carolina. You might if, if you're a one or two seed type of team you get in the second round, Villanova's maybe the type of team you'd have to beat to get to the final four. Um Villanova's not gonna go anywhere this year. They are the class of the big east. Yeah, oh, they'll be right there and they'll yep. be in top three seed in the in the tournament. You won't wanna play them. Yeah. Jay Wright's as good as coach as there yeah. is, uh, classy guy too. Um but, yeah, Purdue, I mean, you talked about two-headed monster, and then they got Jaden the I mean, Carson Edwards was explosive, and a better shooter than Jaden. Nobody has got gets to the hoop with these like I've seen in Jaden well, Ivey. They, Purdue will have Purdue. a problem this year because they're at their best when Ivey's running, and you got – like, Caleb first flies for a 6'10 He guy, runs like a deer. And he's on one side, and then you got shooter like Stevanovich on the other side. Or Newman. But when you run, then you don't get set up to get right. it into Edie or Williams. Right, so, but – he He's doing a good job of getting other guys involved. Yeah, um, you know, Ivy played spectacular. It was interesting, the uh the public relations director for Purdue did not know who to dom- uh, yeah. nominate for the MVP for the tournament. Right. I don't think any of the Purdue guys got it, did they? Well, I didn't see him get MVP. Your Big Ten player of the week, he didn't know who oh, to nominate. Oh, okay. He nominated Travion Williams. Who he wins it? it. Travion did not make the all-conference team. Jaden Ivy and Zach did. Oh, you mean the all-tournament team? Yeah, the all-tournament team, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think the kid I'm most impressed with so far is Caleb First. But one nice thing that Purdue has is they've got that three-headed monster of Ivy, Edie, mm-hmm. and um, Williams. Yeah, and then game one, Stavanovich was on yeah. fire. Game two, it was Isaiah Thompson. I was going to say, he's the most impressed for me. Yeah, he hadn't turned the ball I over didn't. this year. You know, going to the air, I'm like, he's starting over Eric Hunter. Yeah. Why? I know. But they praised him throughout summer workouts, and he's proven not only did he make big shots, since he hit four threes, he doesn't turn over the ball much like his brother, and he shut Gillespie down. And he's going to have open shots this year because you're going to have to double yeah. down to help those big guys. No. And uh, yeah. they're not going to leave Stevanovich. No. But, uh, you know, Brandon Newman is the only boiler, and then Gillis yesterday. Well, no, Gillis think brought yeah, it. Gillis, you can. You can Expect that after being suspended yeah. for six games. Ethan Morton's minutes will probably get cut into yeah, a level by he, and he kills. Played, And that's too he bad. He helps. Yeah. He so helps in defense. Know. But I've never seen a Purdue team run 10 guys. And it's amazing. It's, 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 it's amazing. You're not going to keep everybody happy. Nope. And so uh, they're up to number three in the rankings. And uh, if they take care of omaha on friday as they should yeah um, they're gonna move up to at least number two because number one and number two gonzaga ucla play each other yeah if you're a purdue fan you want gonzaga to take care of business at ucla and then duke to beat them later this week then you're number one for first time in school history yeah it's it's almost embarrassing they've never reached right, number that's one hard to believe yeah they've, they've been two and three but they've never been one yeah but uh fun fun weekend to be a purdue yeah, fan. they're a good team i mean you know we'll see yeah if, if they stay healthy I know we're talking on November 22nd, and it's very early at 5 yeah. No, If they stay healthy, but you got to think it's Final Four or Bust, though, don't you? If they stay healthy? It's just so I know the, cra- the term is a crapshoot, but yeah. I think we have to dream up there. Well, you do. But uh, we've seen, you know, uh great Illinois team last year. I, yes. Um, Weird I, year, though. I, I don't want to give them any credit, but the year that uh, you had Zeller right? Depot and Oladipo. They ran Indy into Boone. a matchup nightmare for them. So you never know. You know, the, I know. Uh, NCAA. But they, they, uh, they're one of the. A few teams that wouldn't shock I you. I think if they, they got made there. their yeah footprint known yesterday. They're elite and, yeah. and considered for a national title. And they still have some tough non-conference sure. games: Florida sure. State, North Carolina State. Sure. I thought Butler, but there's – four State's there's... already lost one game to Florida. I know, but that does yeah, that Butler doesn't mean they're not down. athletic. The Big Ten as a whole right now Very only has three teams ranked left. Uh, Michigan lost two last week. They fell from four to twenty. Um, yeah. Ohio State's. I know they got one guy hurt, and they're they're struggling Um, Illinois Coburn didn't play but you know they lost to a good Marquette team by one I'm gonna check real quick uh, what some of these scores are there are some Big Ten teams in action I know we're gonna have to wrap this up shortly Um, Seton Hall and Ohio State playing yeah I'm trying to check the scores here but my phone wants to be slow but the Big Ten I think at the end of the year it will still be one of the best conferences in the country it's just starting off slow Ohio State's up 54 43 with 14-17 left. The Cincinnati Bearcats are up 1, 32 seconds left in the first half in the Illinois fighting line. And Coburn's back. Yes. That game's in Kansas City. So. Well, Yeah, and, and uh, so far the Big Ten's not looked good. I mean, Indiana and Northwestern are both undefeated. Um uh, well, I was looking at Indiana's schedule. They have a legitimate shot to be undefeated. Yep, going in the uh, conference. Going into Purdue. Yeah. I mean, their first four Big Ten games are the yeah. bottom, you know, the Nebraska. Know. And so we'll see. Yep. Uh, we don't know how good Indiana is. I have no idea. I mean, they've had two tough games, but uh, we'll see. Yep. Northwestern, same way. Yep. So, and one thing I should mention a few things, but as we wrap up this show, uh, the J Man's Book of Prediction of the Week, which I didn't do a Book of Prediction of the Week because I didn't have one ready and I didn't want to step on J Man's toes, is brought to you by, like it is every week, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchery. Travis offers life insurance, home insurance, auto insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, workers' comp, farm insurance, annuities, and more. So if you're looking for a new insurance agent, contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email address is Travis.watchering at infb.com. And he also serves the clients of the state of Ohio, which Travis is a big Ohio State fan, basketball fan, so I'm sure he's a little disappointed and their start And this podcast is brought to you by like it is every week, the dam landing and circle 15, go get yourself some great barbecue from the dam landing and circle 15 at circle 15 golf.com. They have great golf specials going on black Fridays coming up. Perfect. Uh, gift for the golfer and your family, get them a glove hub, a glove a hat, divot repair tool, ball marker. We're all, all bundled together. So, mm. Hit me with that birdie bogey. One more time, please Dad. All right. Thanksgiving three days away who's the all-time leader in receiving yards on Thanksgiving Day games only. I'm going to go with Michael Irvin. You are not correct. Ah, crud. I'm three strokes back. You uh you forgot about old Jason Witten. Wow, wow, I did. I did. Yeah. Wow. Some, yep. some have called him somewhat the other day, called him the greatest cowboy ever. I'm thinking, I don't think so. But no. uh, they don't remember Roger the Dodger. Or, He's or a good or one, em- though. Emmett. Yeah, he was darn the playmaker troy
1: three Bob strokes
0: Lilly. back now yeah well i know black friday's coming up uh we got a great deal on the tan and j man show from right now through the end of 2021 when you use promo code tan and j man that's an all caps at checkout you get free shipping on any order so we got t-shirts sweatshirts coffee mugs <coughs> hoodies I said sweatshirt already. Uh, about anything you want, use that promo code and get yourself or somebody in your family a nice little Christmas gift. And um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for episode 262. Thanks, Dad, for filling in for the J Man. And uh, hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving this week and uh, eats a lot of great food. So, there you go. I'll do it. With that, we'll be back uh, same time, same channel next Monday for episode 263. Have a great week, everybody.